Hey, hello. How's it going? It's me, your host, Jahi, and we're back with another episode of Minute With Me. So it's been a bit since I last recorded my last episode. I'm kind of busy with finalizing some teacher stuff, but it's finally coming to an end, my first year of teaching. And I must say, it's been a good time. I've really enjoyed working with my students, seeing them grow, and making really good, like, good and meaningful relationships with the students, both academically and kind of socially. Now, something I've really noticed with my student progression, um, like their their social emotional development throughout these this year, is that they're kind of dealing with the same thing us adults are kind of dealing with, which is loneliness. I find that after this COVID era of you know isolation from other friends and isolation from your family and kind of dealing with that by yourself, that has made people feel this hollow, this hollowness that. I don't think it was present before. Now, you can track that depression from like a multitude of ways, whether it be like economic issues affecting the household or family, whether it be um, how to deal with mental illness or is dealing with the general angst of high school. But I generally think that a lot of these high schoolers feel this sense of detachment and loneliness. Now, in regards to me, I also kind of feel like that's a thing that I've dealt with. Uh, it's really hard to kind of look at like, what is the term I'm looking for? When you fall back or um, a lack of progression or a, a deterioration of one's skills and one's abilities to communicate. But I also do feel like I dealt with that same issue, um, which has produced me to, which has led to an outcome where I feel kind of lonely. So today we're going to be talking about how to identify this loneliness in one's life. How does it kind of manifest in our actions? And hopefully we can kind of figure out some ways to relieve that pain um, or release some of the symptoms that comes with loneliness. And some of that is, is coming to terms with that sense. So buckle up, sit back and relax. And I hope you guys have a great time today. So once again, we're talking about how to deal with loneliness and in order to make a more solid, concrete choice about how we can deal with this, I wanted to sort of found my my knowledge, my understanding of this on some studies. And so I didn't go full like debate, debate mode on figuring out this, these, these articles, but I did some research looking at some general data. So I looked at you government, US, I used the social self, um, 22.2, and I also use uh, shoot, I don't write it down. What is it called? It's a Peer, Pew Research Center. Um, those are like my three favorites I use. My three faves that I hang out with when I want to understand something and get some more like sensory data. So looking at that, one of the things that kind of brought, like really sparked my interest on this was that 61% of Americans reported feeling lonely in 2019. 61. Now there's different during data regarding that, like even globally, they also felt that a lot of people deal with, with some form of, of loneliness, whether it be having no friends or no relatives to count on. Um, I was even looking at like how COVID has, what people prescribe was the, the impact of COVID. 36% of Americans felt more lonely than usual during the pandemic, which is fair. I don't know who that other 70, 64% is who didn't feel lonely. I, I guess... You know, some people like were 
bundled up in their houses with a lot of people. So they maybe felt like they needed to leave. They weren't necessarily lonely. Um, but it's still a huge number to to mention. Um, looking at some other data, you can like look at the US government, USA. Uh, they were prescribing, like they were breaking it down by racial, racial lines, such as 64% of Hispanics reported that they felt lonely. 46% of blacks said they felt lonely. And around 17% of whites said they had no friends. Um, it's kind of awful that like, there's this underlying sense of like, of abandonment. I guess I, I shouldn't prescribe abandonment, but like lack of genuine connection that people feel right now. And I'm, I'm part of the population that feels that same way. Um, and so sometimes the best thing you do before you can understand something is just understand some of the figures, which is why I just wanted to mention some of these numbers. Now, the thing that we have to truly figure out is how does this manifest in our lives? So if we're lonely, what is the, how does that affect our, our relationships? Um, so thinking about that, I can only look at myself and maybe how my other friends feel. So I know personally, I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert. So loneliness has to me, isn't going to be the first thing I feel if I'm left alone, but it's, you know, I guess the idea of FOMO, the fear of missing out, I think that really kills me. Um, and luckily because the pandemic was hitting everyone, I didn't get that same feeling of a FOMO because no one was doing anything. Now, as we returned back into our social lives, I do think I've started to develop more of that, well, more, more in relationship to when things were starting to return back to normal, uh, especially in Georgia where we didn't really have a lot of uh, restrictions. People kind of got back into it. And whether it be going to parties, whether it be going to the beach or hanging out with friends, I was a bit hesitant because I was like, oh, you know what? I don't have anything to talk about. I find that sometimes, and this is more of perhaps my own self, self insecurities, that I don't really have good stories to tell people or I'm not really necessarily funny. And so I had to rely on like looking up the general news to kind of talk about stuff. And especially when things were turning back to normal, the only news was the pandemic. So I did feel some kind of subconscious about how I interact with people. Now, if we're looking at the present day, I don't necessarily feel as lonely. Now, I do want to talk about the ways that I release relief, that loneliness, which may not be the most healthiest thing to do. And so we'll talk about that in a second. But I do want to talk about how does that manifest in our actions. Um, maybe when you're lonely, you start to have a lot of self-doubt. And so you kind of um, don't make strong attempts to go socialize. Cause you're like, oh, well, you know, no one wants to hang out with me overall. Therefore, I guess I'll be by myself, which is a very sad way of looking at it. Because, you know, our, we can sometimes put ourselves in a bad situation because of prescriptions that we think about the world. Um, I met a friend that I haven't seen in two years, like three weeks ago. And it was so nice to see her because like it's it was like oh wave of nostalgia comes came back. But then I realized that we it's been a bit. So like we didn't know what to talk about. And she's not always the most like social person. Like she's not really loud. I don't, that's kind of her vibe though to begin with. But it was different and it was kind of awkward to have a 
like a stilted conversation with someone like you would think you would have more things to talk about it's been two years but that loneliness um can make things awkward and make things kind of uncomfortable to engage with and that can be uh, uh one of the distractors that people may feel when they are thinking about being social however people see them uh i think that's how i'm kind of addressing that issue now also dealing with loneliness that can also kind of sometimes intertwine with other elements of self-doubt we may feel like if you are already lonely because of the pandemic or maybe you move to a different place you're lonely because you haven't met anyone yet that can kind of connect with maybe some, some pre pre-existing like mental illness or uh, social difficulty you may have which only compounds the fact that like your loneliness is present and that can make you really sad or even angry and it's unfortunate that people can feel that way um but as long as we're making small steps to kind of alleviate those issues i feel like we can we can not be lonely and loneliness is one of those things that will always be present like i go to parties a decent amount now and i'm not super sociable uh i am but i can be a bit standoffish and some people can see that standoffishness it's like oh he's good he doesn't want to talk and inside i'm like oh man i want to talk and so that can kind of develop into a circle to where i'm like oh whoa like now i i don't i am lonely i have no friends even though i'm at a social event so it's, it's it's important to recognize that even being at a social event isn't the end all be all to making friends uh, it helps don't get me wrong it does help and if you find someone like you really connect with you've made a strong connection which can make you feel so you're not lonely it's also important to realize that regarding like getting out there and being social and sometimes like feeling like you're social enough that like getting back to being like talkative or like being okay like socializing it's a slow process. It's a skill that I think I think a huge portion of us have has lost because we just haven't practiced it. It's like reading. If you don't read enough, you lose that muscle, and therefore that muscle gets weak and flabby. And so when you try busting out again, it's like, oh, I can't read again. Do I not like reading? And while that could be true or not, it may not be true. It's important to recognize that it takes time to get to where we used to be. And so regarding being social, like you may realize that, oh man, like I'm not making the friends or like I used to, like they're not these, the depth of our relationship isn't as complex as I would like them. And that's a fair analysis, but that doesn't mean that it can't be there eventually. It just may, may take more time, whether it be because of you, whether because of the other person, or whether because it's, it's a new relationship and sometimes it takes time to develop. So that's something that is very important to keep, kind of keep in mind. Now, let's talk about some of the reliefs. What are some of the things that we can do and I already mentioned some um, that can put you in a good position to relieve yourself from this loneliness. So once again, going out, being social, trying new things, I find is a good way to do things. Even finding things that you like to do in private that maybe you want to do in public is a way to get people to kind of socialize with you. I like running. And so it's hard for me in my friend group, no one in my friend group really, really runs like that. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just run by myself. And I'm okay with that. But if I do want to run with someone else, I have to kind of run at like parks or go on Facebook to find people who I can run with. And so putting yourself in that space may make you feel more comfortable and to engage. 
Now, you don't have to necessarily, if someone asks you to hang out and you're like, uh, I'm okay, you don't have to be like, oh, I, have, I feel responsible. You don't have to do that. But, you know, whenever you're ready, you can just willingly say yes and hopefully someone will, will try to connect with you. Now, let's see, another way you can do it is by asking any friends that you have, what are their friends and how you can ask to hang out. I have another friend who, you know, everyone has their own social groups. And I wanted to get more into, like, natural things. Like, going back into nature, hiking, I love that kind of stuff. But I don't, I don't always find that my schedule aligns with all my other friends' schedules. So in order for me to achieve those goals, I have to find people who do. And luckily, a friend of mine's has a huge friend group who is really into, like, hiking and like, exploring. And so I've been kind of going with them. Now, I'm not the strongest friends with them yet. Hopefully I can, but as as I said before, it takes time. And so I am exploring this new blossoming friendship with these people, which is epic, epic. Um, so those are two ways you can kind of get into it, whether it be online, whether it be person, whether it be, be your friends or even your, your family. Um, just be open to the idea of kind of meeting new people in these new environments. Now, just because I want to be honest, I do want to tell you one way that I I sometimes deal with loneliness. So I'm an avid online dater. I like going on social media um, apps and like trying to meet people, whether it be Bumble or like Tinder or like Hinge. Um, and that can sometimes be my detriment. So I'll go on a lot of dates with a lot of people and I do willingly engage in these dates in a genuine way. I sometimes find that I will go on these dates and sometimes they don't, like none of, none of these dates go, goes wrong outside of the couple, but some of them go well. I'm like, okay, we, this is a start of good, a start of something new. This is the start of something new. Anyway, um, but then like the relationship kind of dwindles away. I'm like, oh, I guess that's okay. But because I have to be understanding, I'm like, hey, this is online dating and they don't have to respond. And like, we don't have that kind of relationship where it's founded on like true same interest sometimes. It's like, all right. I feel bad now, so I'm gonna go back on a dating app and try to find someone else to match with. Now that can be a, a cycle, a bad cycle, I would say, where I can habitually go on these apps and match, date, fail, match, date, fail, match, date, fail. Um, and it's fun, but it's also a roller coaster. And sometimes that roller coaster can be exhausting. Um, and so it's important that we realize some of our unpreferred tendencies that can sometimes lead to us to make mistakes, whether it be for ourselves or with others. All right, so to kind of wrap up our discussion, loneliness is something that I think we all have challenges dealing with. Um, in our lives, especially after the pandemic. And it's important that we kind of stop and realize that, hey, it's okay to feel this way. Um, there is definitely struggles that we each face that kind of restrict us from achieving that goal. But as long as we 
try our best. There are people who also feel the same way, who have similar interests in us, with us, and we'll be able to connect with them, hopefully in the near future. So outside of that, I appreciate everyone who kind of stuck through this episode today. Um, once again, you can find me here every, hopefully week or other week. Um, but thanks for listening. See you guys.